Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Miesler, and this show provides content curation as a service with a focus on the intersection of security, technology, and humans. I spend between 5 and 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts, and each episode is either a curated summary of what I've discovered in the past week or a standalone essay that hopefully gives you something to think about. All right, welcome to a standalone edition of Unsupervised Learning. In this episode, I'll be reading an essay of mine called The Difference Between Existentialism, Nihilism, and Absurdism, Three Different Ways of Approaching the Lack of Intrinsic Meaning. For centuries, there have been people who believe there is no intrinsic meaning in the universe. Here I'll summarize the three major branches of this belief and how each proposes to deal with the situation. Existentialism is the belief that through a combination of awareness, free will, and personal responsibility, one can construct their own meaning within a world that intrinsically has none of its own. Nihilism is the belief that not only is there no intrinsic meaning in the universe, but that it's pointless to try to construct our own as a substitute. Absurdism is the belief that a search for meaning is inherently in conflict with the actual lack of meaning, but that one should both accept this and simultaneously rebel against it by embracing what life has to offer. For those who come to accept that life is without intrinsic meaning, there are three main ways to react. Embracing or creating a meaning framework, such as a religion or a spirituality framework, because they believe it's too hard or sad to live without one. Acceptance of the lack of meaning and living on with and in spite of this knowledge. And suicide, due to life being meaningless and therefore either too boring or too painful. I view Camus' absurdism as a fourth and ultimately the most satisfactory response, as it remains practical without the abandoning of intellectual integrity. It teaches simultaneous acceptance and rebellion. Adopting a religion or some sort of nebulous spirituality as someone who has accepted the truth of intrinsic meaninglessness amounts to either intellectual laziness, emotional weakness, or some combination thereof. It is to say that the truth is too difficult to consume and accept, and that you've chosen to believe something untrue because it's easier. To commit suicide is to turn one's back on the beauty that life has to offer, which I feel should only be explored in extreme cases. Resigning to truly believe something you know isn't true is a weak position, but it often gets confused with absurdism, which is not. Absurdism is about working within our human limitations, but without abandoning our respect for ourselves or the truth. Absurdists often either adopt or construct a belief structure that provides a day-to-day reprieve from the crushing impossibility of true meaning. Such constructs allow us to trick our evolution-soaked brains into extracting meaning from the universe while never forgetting that the system itself is also a trick. This awareness is the difference between rebellion and surrender. A person who has surrendered will say that they believe in their construct completely and that it provides true meaning in the universe, while someone who has not surrendered may say they've adopted a scaffolding for practical reasons, but that they know it's artificial. The barrier is delicate between embracing a belief structure because not doing so is too empty or painful, and only doing so for practical purposes while still knowing it's false. Many start as one or the other, and then migrate, or exist day to day as one and become the other one when they're pressed. Examples of Surrender and Rebellion True believers in mainstream religions either never believe that the world lacks inherent meaning, 
or they chose to stop believing it because it was too empty and sad. You can't really know which a person is without deep conversation and significant honesty on their part. Many religious people will become atheists later in life, but after much introspection, decide to stay loosely tied to their beliefs and the community because of the social and meaning-based benefits. Many in this situation are not entirely sure, day-to-day, how much they really believe versus how much they're pretending for practical reasons. Conversely, many people brought up without religion see later in life that all their happy friends have a family and a strong faith, and decide to adopt religion to acquire its benefits. Similarly, they may not know at any given moment how much of their participation is genuine versus secular. In my opinion, the defining characteristic of absurdism rebellion is the maintaining of extreme clarity between seeking the benefits of belief in intrinsic meaning, all the while knowing it's impossible. Such a person can go to church with a family and mentally pray in some sort of secular but semi-spiritual way, while simultaneously knowing, but not actively thinking about, the fact that nobody is actually listening. As humans, it's virtually impossible to exist in both modes simultaneously. We either have faith in a system, a structure, a person, or we deconstruct that thing into its parts and see its flaws, limitations, and perhaps that it's just completely false. Transparency removes magic, and unfortunately, our brains are most happy when the magic remains intact. Summary. The religious believe that meaning was imbued into the universe by a supreme being, that this knowledge is available to us via one or more texts, and that it's our responsibility to go learn about it. Existentialists may or may not agree that religions speak to real, discoverable meaning, but they believe that people can make their own meaning that wouldn't be any less real than what religion offers. Nihilists believe, or know, not just that religion is false, i.e. that there is no built-in meaning in the universe waiting to be discovered, but that any meaning we try to build for ourselves will not be real either. It'll just be a construct of our own minds that we pretend has the gravity of religious meaning. Absurdism is the unifier of all these concepts. It accepts that we seem to function best with some sort of religious belief in our lives, but that science has shown the nihilists are right about both revealed meaning and constructed meaning. As a result, many choose to use some parts of a meaning structure, either borrowed or constructed, to get the human benefits thereof, but without relaxing so far as they start believing it's true. Knowing where one stands among, or perhaps outside, these options is a crucial part of self-understanding. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. And don't forget that the show is both a podcast and a newsletter, so you can get more information about everything you just heard by subscribing to the newsletter or reading the blog posts for each episode. Also keep in mind that I do the show weekly, but if you're not a member, you're currently only getting every other odd-numbered episode. And if you want to get every episode of the podcast and newsletter, you can become a member at danielmiesler.com slash subscribe for less than a latte per month. Being a member will also get you access to the subscriber area of the site, which is the home for all previous member episodes, as well as other types of premium and experimental content. We'll see you next time.